Welcome to Flip the Score. I'm Alex. I'm Andrew. I'm Josh. Andrew, you sound hey. just exhausted. <laughs> I know, dude. I was I was gonna say like I'm tired instead of my name, but yeah, that's fine because we I would have understood that. <laughs> um, well, that's tired. I'm Alex, and that's Josh. And tonight we are going to give our PlayStation Showcase reactions. There was a event yesterday. It took place on the internet, and uh, some stuff was announced. Sure was an event. It, it had some. It had people, and it had games. Um, but before we talk about that, let's talk about uh, well, Tears of the Kingdom because that's basically all the plan. Um, so I've been jotting down notes because there's a lot of random shit that just keeps happening. <laughs> Let me start. Um, I found a glide shirt and mask um, on one of the Skylands. Uh, complete fucking happenstance. I was just doing my towers. I've unlocked the entire map. I've done all the towers. I've done all the hieroglyphs or whatever those are called. Um, I stumbled upon one of them on accident. I did the other one on accident too. And they are basically a skydiving mobility outfit. You get this like weird looking like owl face and this cool looking uh, tunic. Uh, I accidentally went to Hatino Village. That was another accident. Um, I found Nadra, uh, Dinral. Um, oh, I wandered into the Forest Coliseum in the depths. Was just fucking about down there. And all of a sudden I come into this giant Coliseum. And here's the oh, Yiga wow. clan, and they're just like, ha-ha, you're going to fight this giant fucking black phoenix who beat the shit out of me. Oh, damn, um, I haven't found that yeah, yet. Yeah, it, very you fucking, it, it's a big, big fucking structure. Um, let's see, I found the weird mask guy Clinton, or Clinton, I don't know how to say his name. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm going to go look for him in the next couple of uh, days, because I want to give him some stuff. I, he gave me some big old Bacoblin mask. Um, oh, um, do you know about the Light Dragon and the Master Sword? Uh, well, I know, uh, I have not, I've only done three of the Geoglyphs, um, but I know that getting the Master Sword is tied into getting all those, so. Yes, um, I think I have to do something which I'm currently trying to do, uh, which is get into the Korok Forest, which I did. Okay. But I did um, it uh, kind of differently. I've been by the Korok Forest, and it's, like, shrouded in, like, a, a fog. Yeah, so, so there's a way there's to do that. Going on there. there is. So there's a way to actually get to the Deku Tree. Now, I don't know how to get inside the Deku Tree because I was lost. But you can get near, you can get right next to the Deku Tree by going under the depths, which is near a stable. I don't remember which one. Okay. Uh, but there's a stable you go near. There's a there's a chasm. You go into the chasm, and you look for the specific light room right next to it. Hold on, you go into the what? The chasm. The 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 what? What are we fucking calling? You it's called the, the chasm. The chasm. Oh, is it called chasm? I'm just calling yes. it chasm. God, someone <laughs> kill me! Oh Lord. Ah. <laughs> that that's like uh, Stewie and Family Guy with it. Uh, cool, quick. Cool. Yeah. Look, God damn it. So, Jesus Christ. Okay, the chasm. Okay, and I need to go down to the chasm uh, and find this light route uh, right next to this giant stone structure that you're going to send into. And you ascend right next to the um, shrine that's there. So, you know, doing that, getting the waypoint, and then the deck creature is right there. Okay, um, yeah, I need uh, to... I I don't know. I don't want to, you know, obviously don't spoil anything on the no. 
the you know how to leading up to the master sword the only thing i've I seen is that everyone has said that like the way that you get it is like really fucking cool or whatever so i'm i'm really interested to see uh um the, the only thing i don't like about the geoglyphs is of the three that i found i found video number three was the first one they give you okay. and then i found 10 and 15 oh yeah they're not and in order and, and it sucks so, because they should be I am skipping them when I whenever I'm getting them because I'm because I'm just going to I'm going to unlock them all then uh, then watch them in chronological order. Yep, that's basically and, what I'm what I'm going to be doing. Yeah, I, I think what they should really do is, no matter which geoglyph you go to, it should just unlock an order. Like no matter if I go to the one in the left hand like northwest corner of the map, or the southeast corner of the map. If that's the fourth one I found, that should unlock the fourth video. That's the way they should do it, in my opinion. I think unlocking mm-hmm. these and 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 out of order because you see a video like I I was watching. I think it was video. It was either ten or fifteen. And you just see Ganondorf and it's completely out of context. And I'm like, I'm skipping this shit. Dude, I have no idea what. Dude, dude, there's one where he transforms into his current form, and oh my god, does he look so badass! Yeah, but like he has a completely I, another form that he's in, and it's just mm-hmm. so fucking cool. Yeah, um, yo, this, okay, so this have you beaten? Like, I would say this dude's like Frieza. He's just got like all these. Have you have you be, you beaten um Skyward Sword right? Yeah, the ending boss battle with Ganondorf. He yeah. looks very similar to that style, like the weird okay. long hair and, and the dress. It's so dope. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also didn't watch any of them. They're all really really cool. But I wanted to get them all in order, and eventually I'm going to watch them yeah. in chronological order too. Um, but basically, what I did, the, what I've done the entire time, is I've just been looking for all the towers. I've been looking for all those glyphs. I've gotten all that done. Now I have to go talk to the Deku Tree, get rid of the gloom in the Korok Forest. Then I think it sends you to the next part of the Master Sword. So I'm going to attempt to get that. I was kind of lost down there in the Deku Tree because I was playing handheld and it was so fucking dark I couldn't see anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I played it on my TV. It was a little brighter, but I, I need to go look through that again. Yeah. Um, so since you have, uh, since you found all the towers, have you have you gone to Robbie and uh, finished all his shit? Nope, because that is something I never even thought to do. Robbie, I should go see Robbie. I did make my way to the observatory, and there was no one there. So I think I have to go back to where she originally is. Or there. Well. So, because you did that that quest to go, uh, to, so you got um, auto build, right? No. Oh, okay. So you need to. Go no, auto- I, I know. I know that. I know that you're supposed to get it in a quest, but I don't know how. Yeah. So the the quest is just uh, it's like the first quest you get to. Um, so you go down the, into the depths with Robbie. Okay. And then when you go back up, you talk to his uh, um, kind of like apprentice Joshua. Uh, or Josha, or whatever it's pronounced, and and she, which apparently it's a girl, um, tells you uh, that there's the uh, statues in the depths, yep. and they're all pointing to something. And then if you follow the way that they're pointing, it leads you to uh, the great central, uh, uh, like mining. Like, I think it's area. called this. I think it's just called the Great Central Mine. Yeah, the Great Central Mine. I, I wandered um, into a mine. Yeah, and then well, there's a lot of different mines on there, um, but uh, this, the Great this Central is, Mine is what Josh. This isn't a mine; it's a tomb. Yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, that's where you get Ultra Hand, and then once you get Ultra Hand and go back and talk to Josha, um, Robbie will go back to uh um 
his uh, observatory tower or whatever. Um, and then that's where you can unlock more shit with your uh, pearl pad. So weird. Okay, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go see if there because I've done that. I did that death that death's quest. I must have not did something. Well, there's the there's there's two because there's the first depths quest with Robbie. Yep. And then there's the and second. then there's the next one with the with the camera. I did the one with the camera. No, the, the camera was the first one. You just oh, there's another picture. one. You just took a picture of the statue. Then yeah. Josha tells you to follow the statues. Um, there's a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Alex, then, you gotta uh, you gotta expand your depth perception. Clearly. Yeah, God. And then um. Uh, Robbie gives you some really cool shit with the Purapad because he unlocks the ability to uh, add a a a point on the map to where you can just warp back to at any time. Oh. Uh, and he gives you three of those. And since, but you need to find the towers. But since you found all the towers, you'll get all three of them. He gives you the uh, uh, heroes um, path, which is you can look in the map and see everywhere on the map that you've traveled. Um, and then uh, the other one is, uh, I don't it's know. The, the, it's the uh, the sensor, the um, the, oh, that's uh, right. the shrine yeah, yeah. sensor. Yeah. So you, you, yeah, he gives you the shrine. So you don't even have the shrine sensor yet. <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. So I need to go. Right, let me do the Robbie. Yes. Okay, oh, I need man. to do this part then, and then maybe he, I yeah. can do that part. Yeah, he's, uh, I, he's... I, I knew I was missing auto build, and I realized, I figured it was like a more uh, yeah. quest centric thing that I learned. I guess it wasn't. Okay. Yeah, man, the, the, sh the shrine sensor is so like. Oh, yeah. It's just, if it's like yeah, the old I can one. Imagine, yeah. Um, and then you can upgrade it to where you can uh, you can have other shit uh, put on the sensor, just like in Breath of the Wild, but I hardly ever did that. Um, but. Yeah, definitely uh, hit that up next. Um, and once you do that second quest for Josha, um, you you meet the well. It has something to do with the end of it. Has something to do with the with the Yiga clan. I'm gonna spoil it, but it does start a much. It does start a quest line for the for the Yiga clan. Yiga clan. Okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, uh, Alex, you got any more anecdotes to talk about? Um, uh, I see. There's a quest for a skeleton horse that I need to do. Um, that sounds pretty dope. Okay, so I know you guys are listening. We all listen to the same podcast, but they keep talking about going on TikTok and seeing these things. I'm like, did you know in Breath or Tears of the Kingdom you can? Well, I've been coming across some of those on Instagram, and there's a handful of really dope horses you can get. There's one that's a giant golden horse for Zelda. There's yeah. a. There's like another. Oh, there's Ganon's horse or Ganondorf's horse too, and I don't remember where to get that, but. There's two. There's like two or three really, really cool horses that next time I come across them, I need to figure out how to get them. Hmm. Um, but like every day on some app, I'm seeing something new about this game. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. The the problem is, I I was so spoiled with the Guardian horse and Breath of the Wild, the <laughs> DLC one, because that horse, whenever you would whistle, that horse would just fucking warp next to you. Oh really? And Yes, it was so cool because the way that when you fast travel, the way that Link kind of comes in, like all the like blue lights and just appears there, that's how your fucking horse would just appear next to you. <laughs> anywhere anywhere you were, this fucker would just warp next to you. And then, but now, whenever you whistle, if you're not next to your horse, it doesn't nothing, come to where you are. Nothing fucking and I'm like, happens. Oh, this sucks. You just whistle like an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Shut the fuck up. 
It's like they want you. So fucking bad. They, they want you to go to a fucking stable, um, which I don't know. I, I don't. Have you guys? Like have you guys put on the um, the harness yet? Yeah, uh, I got because I got yeah. a great fairy and I forgot about that. But that started the whole thing. Like, oh, here's here's something mm-hmm. you can use with your horse. So I'm like, oh my god, this all makes so much more sense now. Yeah, and what sucks is uh, with Epona, the uh, amiibo horse. You can't put a harness on Epona. Oh, good. I put it on my other horse. Thank you. Yeah. Maybe it wouldn't have worked. But, um, but yeah, I found uh, Kilton is his name, the the dude you give the uh, bubble gems to. Bro, um, he's fucking weird, man. Those guys oh, are yeah. fucking he, creepy. They're, they're yeah. like, they're, I, I look at them and I'm like, man, they're fucking hideous. And like, in, in any other game, they would freak me out. Yeah, yeah, they're really like, who the fuck are these people? And they're yeah, I'm wondering if he's actually gonna change when you give him all the, so what, the bubble gems. What is he trying to change into? I know he said it's a Sartori, but what is a Sartori? I don't, I don't, I don't know what that is. Okay, I didn't know if it was something like in the first game that you saw. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I looked at her night, and the last couple times I played, I've just been trying to just you know. Not only do I have a backlog of games, now I have a backlog of side quests in a specific game. Dude, there are so many fucking, so many fucking oh my side God. quests. I and counted. Dude, I went to Hatino Village alone and got like four. I know. Fucking I counted Christ. and I had, I think I had 28 side quests. Oh my and, God, I had like nothing. And there's still so much of the map that I haven't visited yet. And yeah. so, yeah, so I was just, just trying to whittle down side quests uh, the last couple of times I've been playing. Okay. You guys got your uh, your house yet? And, nope. and uh, what's that? Uh, is it uh, Terry Town? Terry Terry Town. I need to get to Terry Town because that's also where Homeboy is. Dude, I still. If you ask me where is Terry Town, I would have no fucking clue where Terry Town is because I never even found it in Breath of the Wild. So yeah, I never. I never found it in Breath of the Wild either. So um, I have no fucking clue. And I know I know where uh, uh, Lurlin Village is. I and, and which I actually just did that the other night is I defeated all the the monsters there, but I have no idea. Terry Cloud or Terry Town could be could be in the fucking volcano for all I fucking know. It might I, be I the volcano, know, yeah. man. I don't know. So Terry Town is uh, on the east side of the map. Kind okay, that's all. Much. No, that's all I need to know. I I only want to know that. Yeah, yeah. Just okay, tell me where it's yeah. at. East, east I, I want to. I just want to. I want to find it organically. I don't want to look this shit. Okay. Up. Well, then I will also say it's on a plateau. So if you see a plateau, now not like the Great Plateau, but it's yeah. on a plateau. Okay. But and then there's a bunch of mining shit around it. So. <sighs> okay. Um. So yeah, I also did did the Laurelin village quest uh, a few days ago. Um, I defeated all the Bokoblins, and then I also uh, did uh, once you defeat the enemies, there's quests to rebuild the village. I did all of that, um, and then they end up like throwing like a big feast and yeah. Um, so yeah, it was uh, it was it was fun. Yep, Alex, I got a question for you. Okay, are you duping? You duping over there? I have been trying and trying and trying, and I again have stumbled across more stuff on Instagram reels. Like this is another way you can duplicate stuff. None of it fucking works. I'm not good at this. I yeah, tried there for like is uh, 45 minutes. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> I saw apparently there's a way with a, a shield. Um, uh, whenever you jump on a shield, what what do they call it? Like shield shield grinding or whatever. 
um, that or shield gliding that when you do that and jump, if you like pause it like right after you jump and like <coughs> drop or hold an item or something, then like press Y and B at the same time, it'll like give you five of that item or something like that, and it, which means you can do that with clothing and yeah, I, I tried to do that glitch, well. but it, it but, didn't work. Like it, I was yeah. sitting there following it as the dude's telling me, I'm like, fuck, I have no idea who. Yeah, so which I'm not gonna try that one. I'm just gonna. I just would do any uh, item duplication with the arrow, uh, which is nice because, like, if I go to upgrade a piece of clothing and it says, like, oh, you need nine fucking, uh, what are the, the giant, like, the giants called again? Oh, a Hinox toenails? Yeah, like, Hinox. If you, if I need, like, nine Hinox guts and I only have two, I'm like, well, all I need to do is do the dupe thing, and instead of going and farming Hinox for the next three hours, I can just do this uh, and get this piece of clothing so I can get on doing other shit in the game. Okay. Um, but, um, so, I, um, I, I did get my, I got the house in uh, Terrytown, and I, I have it fully decked out, and I will say it costs around, I think around 12,000 rupees to get everything done. Um, so it's, it's, it's expensive, and it's, it would definitely be a huge time sink if I if I went to find the duplication yeah. glitch to get a bunch of rupees. But it's really cool. So I have I have a uh, two story house, and then I have a smaller house next to it that I call my guest house. Nice. So, um, so it's funny the other day. I was actually making myself laugh because I I did the the I'm not even call it a glitch. I'm gonna call it an exploit. I did the dupe exploit. And I got a bunch of rupees, and I went to Kakariko Village. And I don't know if you guys have gone into the clothing shop in Kakariko Village. Nope. But there's two outfits there. There's the uh, the like stealth one from Breath of the Wild, like the Sheikah looking one. And then there's the uh, like glowing, uh, like a glowstone like skeleton outfit that uh, you had to get that in um, Gerudo Town in Breath of the Wild. And but the problem is, there's a quest you have to do for the shop owner of in Kakuga Village, and if you don't do the quest, each outfit is fifteen thousand rupees. And but so the quest is like, hey, my grandma's really sick. To pay for her medication, I had to raise the price on all the clothing. But if she were to get better, I could lower the price back down to normal. But my link walked in there like fucking Elon Musk and like, was like, I don't give a shit about your grandma. Just give me this clothing. <laughs> <laughs> and I just dropped 30,000 rupees like it was nothing. <laughs> well, so the uh, the quest for, because I, I did the quest to uh, to help the grandma out and it's it doesn't take very long. And then, so it, it cuts the price of one, uh, the, the glow like the glow clothing that makes your like bones glow in the dark, um, those are that was fifteen hundred rupees in total, and then the the stealth one was I think twelve hundred rupees in total. So it definitely lowers the price a lot. Yeah, and I mean, listen, I did the quest too afterwards, and they give you your money back. So I got like twenty five thousand rupees back. Oh really? Was, oh yeah, but it was still funny 
uh, walk in there and be like, I just want this. I don't fuck your grandma. Just give me your clothes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then <laughs> I walked out. I walk out of the clothing place in my new outfit, and there's this girl in like this stall outside, and she's selling these uh, commemorative like wreaths that she made herself. These flower wreaths to uh, for the the circle ruins around, and she's like, "Hey, do you want to buy one of these for five rupees?" And I was like, "Sure," and I bought it, and then in right in front of her, went and just threw it in the water. <laughs> Thank God. I was like, I'm on a rampage. I'm just making myself laugh. Like, uh, um, you're a so fucking one, menace. I know. One thing I did earlier today. So on the uh, on the east side of the map, um, there is a there's some islands. There's four islands in, in a uh, in a vertical row, and on the the like the very top island is called Tingle Island. So, if if you get to Tingle Island, uh, there uh, under like, it's like right underground. There's a there's a chasm that goes into the depths that you don't see on the map, but and you're you're only gonna know it's there if you actually go to Tingle Island. So, once you get down, you have to go. You have to go through each. Uh, I they're not they're not islands on the ground they're more just like caves but you have to go through each cave as as it was above ground and then at the very end you find the um you find a wind waker outfit hat oh um and then so and then I have the wind waker I have the tunic right now and so now I, d- I just need the pants to complete the set nice so and then there um there's another clothing thing I did to where I was in the depths and I came a- across a lake like a this kind of big ass lake and in the middle of it there's a pod- a lit up podium with a with a chest in it and I'm like oh cool I need to I need to get uh I need to get over there so I um I got a I got a raft and with a uh with a fan and I got over there and so I opened the chest and it just it had um uh one of those uh one of those crystals that's worth like 20 of like the crystals you can upgrade your uh your battery with and so i'm like all right well that was cool but then i looked above me and right above me there's like a square that i'm like oh i bet i could ascend through this and so i, I ascended through it and it took me up into the surface and it took me to a home yeah, in the top right corner of the map there's an old lab and so it took me oh, into yeah, a lab a lab yeah yep it took me into a lab and it's uh, it's the Yiga clan had taken over, and so I had to fight some Yiga bitches. And then inside mm. was the tunic for the Yiga, for the Yiga clan. Yeah, I, I actually already did that too because uh, Robbie gives you that uh, quest. Um, when you talk to him, he tells you to to go up there and liberate it. So. Which uh, which which I had done that before I had even done the Robbie thing. So when he was like, "Go liberate that building," I was like, "Yo, bitch, I already done that." Yeah, that's funny. Um, and I I found the the Yiga mask also on a um, the Great Plateau. Okay, well yeah, I'll, I was actually on the Great Plateau uh, earlier, so I'll have to I got to get that. Um, it's in. You'll see a cabin that's surrounded by like um, wooden stakes. Uh, okay. And so you just have to like uh, put like a fan out or something, and, and just uh, like glide over them. And then uh, you had a Yiga in that cabin, so 
So is there is there pants for the outfit as well? Yeah, I haven't found them yet though. Okay, because uh, I know I, I do want to. Uh, I, I just I wanted to like try to get as many sets of, uh, of clothing as I can. Mm. Yep. Um. Yeah, I'm definitely interested in finding the other pieces of the, the the glider like uh, clothing or whatever too. Um, oh, I've then, only found the chest piece so far. Speaking of clothing, there is a there's kind of an exploit you can do, and it's not it's an exploit because of the the du- the duplication exploit. So there is a clothing set you can get from uh, Kilton, and it's called the. Um, I think it might be called like the like the rupee armor or something. Yeah. But this is this clothing you get that whenever you get hit, it doesn't take hearts away; it takes money away. Yep. And so if you if you dupe shit and just keep getting money back over and over again, you can just keep wearing that armor and you're never going to take damage. Yeah, that that's true. I have that armor. I don't know if there's more than just a chest piece. Um, yeah, there uh, there there is. I I looked okay. up. Uh, and so you get you get all the armor from him, but you just need. I think you need forty eight bu- uh, bu- uh, bu- yeah. uh, bu- bu- bubble gem. Uh, bubble gems. Yeah, bubble and gems. I, I get it. I don't know. I think I actually like the combat in this, so I don't know if I really like the the idea of like, yeah. you know, because part of the fun for me is like, you know, changing to the better armor when I'm gonna fight and just like you know dodging and shit and. So I don't know if it'd be like, well, it doesn't matter if I get hit. I have a hundred thousand rupees, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know? um, um, and then uh, another thing, I tried fighting a boss down in the depths, and this one of those um giant frog-like things that put their tongue out at you and stuff. Oh, yeah. okay. I don't know about so, these. Um, I went up, I got up to it, and I started hitting it with my strongest weapon, which does forty-eight damage, and it was taking slivers of health away. Yeah, but there is there is like a weak spot on it, I guess. Tour, and, and I'm I'm sure there is, but when I saw it was taking slivers away, I was demoralized. I'm like, yeah. nope, and I and I, I ran away. I'm like, I'm not doing this right now. Yep. Um, I finally ended up facing one of those giant hand monsters. No, thank you. No thanks. No, no yeah. no, no, no. Oh, no, you finally you, you finally did a hand job. Oh yeah, 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 my first hand shake. That was great. Hey, um, I I ran into I run into two of those, but I got away both times. But yeah, they're creepy when they start kind of. They're fucking tough. Dude. They're yeah. hard to hit, and they they'll fucking. And then you know what happens when you beat one, right? No. I don't know if I should tell you that. So. Uh, <laughs> I, I might just I might just you know let you do it and find out yourself. I I I, 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 I want to I kind of I kind of want to know. Okay, yeah. Fuck it. Tell me. Tell me. Fuck it. Whatever. Phantom Ganon shows up and you have to fight him. What? I'm not killing those things. Fuck that. I'm not Phantom Ganon. Like, like any, oh any, any of those hands? Anytime you defeat one, Phantom Ganon shows up. And, Fuck uh, that. That's you have terrifying. To fight him as well. yeah. so, so each hand has their Phantom Ganon you have to fight. That's well, crazy. they there's not a set number of these things. These things are just like a, a random event that happens in the world. So you, if you see one in one place, you can go back some other time and it won't be there. So it just well, shows up randomly. That's that's oh. not that's not that's not entirely true because there's there's been uh three different places I've gone. I've, I've encountered them three times, and one was in the cave, and I've gone back to the shrine, and it, it's it's always there. And then there's um. 
Uh, there's another one in a there's a maze that you go into and, and there's one in the maze that's always there well it, it maybe in like set pieces like that there might always be there but if you're just in the overworld just like running around in the middle of nowhere and they show okay. up usually it's like a random event okay um, oh and so so each each of these hands in in each different wherever wherever they are when you when you take them out fandom ganon will appear from what i was reading and i watched a video of, of someone uh, it was actually, uh, I think Andy, um, and uh, uh, yeah, he defeated it and Phantom just like shadowy oh. Phantom Ganon shows up and you have to fight him. So, um, I one thing I've been getting frustrated with is weapon breaking, to where I'll end up breaking some you know some good weapons and I'm like, well fuck, now I need to go farm good weapons before I can start doing other shit, and it's it it is kind of annoying. And then also with bow and arrows. Where I'm like, well, I want some good bow and arrows, but I also need to make sure I have shitty bows and arrows on me for when I'm in the depths because I'm not shooting uh fucking uh light things using my. You good don't bow have and to. You can throw them. And they'll yeah, do but, it. What? Yeah, yeah, but it, you can't throw as far as you shoot an arrow. And if I need sure, to that's shoot, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, good I, point. That's if, true. if, if I need oh. to shoot like a light thing further away. Um. Then you know I don't want to be I don't want to be wasting shots on yeah. your bows and arrows. No, that's that's a good yeah. point. What I what I what I've been doing lately is I've been doing a bunch of shit, wasting all, all my stuff. Then I'll just go to like four or five stables, buy up all the arrows, and just go do it again. Yeah. Um, just yeah. I'm basically I'm basically doing mini farms, just like getting a bunch of crap, selling it right back, buying the arrows, just doing that over and over. But and over. you can also um if you just fast travel to like all the stables. All the stables have a bunch of those like uh, wooden crates around them. You can just break those and get arrows as well. So, You're, are you um, fucking kidding me? <laughs> God damn it, motherfucker! It's I'm telling you, man. This game has you, if you if you think it, it's in the fucking game. Yeah, incredible. Like What's the fuck? it's. I I mean they had to change it because arrows are actually kind of hard to come by. Yes, in the wild. rupees are um, hard to come by, dude. I don't yeah, fucking find but, a rupee anywhere. Yeah, so the thing with this game though, with the depths, they couldn't make arrows hard to come by because you need them to shoot the mm-hmm. the, the bright mean, arrows. And you know so, what's real? It's a that's a really skill. God, okay, continue. Sorry. Yeah, so if you, I mean, I can take like ten minutes out and just go farm and just go around to all the different uh. A stables and probably get like a hundred arrows. So, holy fuck! Okay. Um. So, is is there a way? Is there a way later in the game to where you can repair weapons? Do you know? Not that I know of. All right. Well, actually, there. So there is. There's a way to re- repair weapons. Um. So if you're, the only place I know of for sure that this works is uh, uh on Death Mountain. But there are like the Octoroks that suck in. Um, oh. And uh, if you like drop a weapon, it'll suck the weapon in and they'll spit it back out and the, it'll be 100, like back at 100%. So you can also take a, uh, what do they call that? Like the weapons now have all that like uh, shit on them. Wait, like all what? all the me- all the metal weapons that you get in the world now, they have all that like shit on it now from the. the... Oh yeah, it's like they're they're like degraded, it's like rusted. Yeah, I don't remember what, it, but it's called something. I don't remember what it's called. If you have one of these Octoroks, suck it in. It like it'll spit it back. Fuck? It'll it'll spit it back out, and it's like normal again. Um, huh. 
So that's do you the guys only know way. how to like shield? Do you guys know how to like shield slide shield board on anything? Uh, if you're if you jump and like if you jump and then hold uh, left trigger, I think you'll you'll shield a slide or whatever. Like if it's like oh yeah you know you know we, we did it this with shield sliding I've never been able to. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's so that's the only way I know of to uh, repair weapons, um, hmm. which isn't a super like easy way to do it. I guess if you know yeah. of a place where Akarox are, you can like put one of your points on the map and like warp back there anytime you want, but I, I don't know. It's not something I would do. But Alright, um, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think if there's anything else I, uh, any other like experiences I had. Um, I, I did, I got all of the, all the, uh, the shrine towers, um, I, I think I'm going to concentrate next on just getting all the, uh, the, the glyphs. Um, I actually might Google how they, uh, like the glyphs in order. So that way, oh, I that's like, a good idea. um, I might actually do that because uh, I have three of them so far and I think I got three, eight and nine so far. Um, and then I, I, I just got the quest to where, um, I had, on the Great Plateau in the uh, the Temple of Time uh, ruins, there's a there's a prey statue there that the, it gives you a quest to where you go down in the depths and there's four different points to where you get you have to get something from it, and then I'm pretty sure you get a, you get a heart container from it. So I think I might do that next. You do, but I was at that on the Great Plateau, and the thing says like, "Hey, I'm like behind a waterfall or something." Yeah, so uh, go and I went out. to the and I went to the shrine behind the waterfall. No, okay. So what you have to do is uh, go uh, outside the Great Plateau, um, just on the ground, like uh, ground level. There's a um, there's like a rock wall, and and you you destroy it, and water comes out of like the like I guess there's like a small little lake. And then right behind the rock wall, there's like a tiny little statue. It's like, hey, you freed me. Come talk to me. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, I, I thought it was just a thing saying like, hey, there's a shrine behind a waterfall. <laughs> I thought that's what I was saying. <laughs> no, it's um, it's it's a, it's another, it's a, like a tiny little prey statue. that's like underwater. Okay. Interesting. Cool. Yep. Oh, uh, let's see. I don't really have anything much else i can remember i mean like we said this is gonna be a game that we're all playing for quite a while so um i i did my um 59th shrine so um one more so i have a i have 14 um i have 14 hearts right now and i have four i have four stamina uh expansions and i'm uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna do next uh the next uh container I get, I'm gonna do another stamina container so I can nice. get a I can get a full extra circle. Yeah, I'm at I think 64 because <laughs> I have a, a a second I have a full second stamina bar and I think I have the 14 hearts right now as well. Um, but all right, is there anything else you guys have been playing? Nope, that is all I'm gonna be playing until uh, Diablo. Yeah, oh, yeah, and I going up pretty soon. My uh, my hour count, I want to say I'm right around. I'm probably a little over fifty hours now. Okay, I'm okay. at I'm at like forty five. It says mm-hmm. over forty, so I'm probably twenty five. Yep. Uh, so the only other thing I've been playing is 
I'm seeing uh, during the um, PlayStation Showcase uh, when they uh, showed Alan Wake 2, I saw that during um, Sony's big sale they got going on right now, they had the Alan Wake Remastered on there. It was on sale. And so I bought that yesterday. um, And I put like maybe a half hour into it. Not a whole lot yet. Um, but I just played the, like the the opening intro of it, and then I was like so tired that I was like I can't I can't <laughs> play anymore. Um, but I mean it looks good. You I mean you can definitely tell that it's a like a 360 game that like upres and just the textures look better. Um, but like just the the way everything's put together, you're like yeah, this is definitely a 360 game. But there's just something about Remedy games I just fucking love the way they control the the storytelling. Um, and I've beaten this game one time back on 360, but I don't really remember much of it. So, and it's not a, a crazy long game. So I think I'll, I'll have a fun time going through this one again. I haven't played in a long time. I bought it on a sale probably last year, I believe. Um, nice. <laughs> and I want to play it when it gets closer to the release of Valorant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I am. I cannot believe that I am trying to slog through Zelda right now, which slog is a negative word. I'm not, you know, I'm not slogging through it, but I'm trying to get through it. And then next month we have Diablo four and final fantasy 16. Yep. <laughs> it's like, I don't, I don't have time. Yeah. Uh, and this is when I have to concede, you know, I, I had said before that if, you know, I might want to get Diablo four on, PC, that's definitely not what I want to do anymore because that's gonna it's gonna hurt my wallet to buy Final Fantasy 16 and mm-hmm. uh, Diablo 4. So I definitely uh want to be able to game share on that if, if Josh is interested on the both those titles. So um yeah, I can't. I'm, uh, uh, I'm definitely interested. Yeah, I, so I can't be like, no, nah, I'm just gonna go spend 70 by myself yeah. on PC. So. And I I want to. I want to get Street Fighter too. I don't know if I want to get it right at launch, but I want to get. Yeah, that that's one that you're you're gonna be on your own with that because I'm. That's not something I'm interested in. So, yeah. Um, well, but... I mean, maybe you know, maybe I'll wait and then um, maybe you'll go have some of me at some other point. So, maybe, um, unless it comes out and it's like all hype, like ten out of ten reviews from everyone. I'm. I'm there's just so much other shit out to play. Like something's got to yeah. give, you know. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about what else has got to give because there's a lot of games announced uh, yesterday. Um, yeah. Can we be, before we get into PlayStation Showcase? Can we just? I, I just want to real quick just talk about just this piece of shit, awful atrocity of a game that was released. And that, <laughs> okay, okay, I see where you're going with this. Oh God! That, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That go is. Ahead, go ahead. That is Lord of the Rings Offensively bad. Yes. And it's, I, so I, I watched some reviews. I watched Maddie plays his review. Um, I, I watched a couple other reviews. I'm like, I am just, I am baffled at just yes. why this game was, was made, how it was made so poorly, how it passed any kind of quality assurance. Yes. And, and how it's being released and they're charging $60 for this game. <laughs> and this game was delayed quite a bit. So, um, and then, so in uh in in Maddie plays video, he shows there there's alpha footage that the developer showed, and Gollum looked miles better than what he looks in the in the finished product. 
and it's like they he's like they did a gra- they did a massive graphical graphical downgrade when uh from what the alpha was compared to when it came out Gollum looks like a late ps2 early ps3 gen character model mm-hmm. it's so bad yeah you know uh what also is funny i was watching a uh, giant bomb was doing just uh, like an hour long uh it's funny because they'll have like a, a game come out and they do a quick look for like tears of the kingdom or some other big game and they'll have like two people on it like say like jan and like dan or something and this one they got fucking Jan, Jeff Grubb, Jeff Bacalar, Lucy, <laughs> Pam. They got like six fucking people on for this game. And they're just all making fun of it the whole time they're playing this game. It's really funny. I love it. I but love uh, it so uh Pam was saying that the guy who reviewed it for GameSpot, so there's a uh, there's an op- there's an option in this game to turn on uh, hair works for uh um for Gollum. Sorry, say that again. So it's the uh, in Nvidia or something hair works. It's in a um. Hair it's works? in well, it's in a uh, Witcher also for uh, okay. Geralt, and it's just it's just what it's called, like the the tech or whatever. Um, okay. I think it's I think it was also in the Tomb Raider games, um, but basically it makes the hair look more realistic, which is weird. Like why would you even want that on Gollum? But anyway, you're a fuzzy boy. It only really works on the forty series cards for PC. But the problem is they left this option in for every other like version. So the guy was playing, the reviewer is playing it on PS5. If you turn this option on, it completely breaks the game. <laughs> this guy, this this the reviewer GameSpot recorded 120 crashes having this on. Oh my god! <laughs> and. It's wow. it's insane that they would even let people toggle this on 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 platforms where they're like, hey, you shouldn't turn this on. <laughs> so I I saw this one person uh, online. Then they tweeted. Um, they said, uh, Redfall was an embarrassment for Microsoft, and uh, and Gollum is a embarrassment and a blight on the industry. <laughs> yeah, and you know I I still don't understand like. Because Lucy, uh, Lucy James, she's a huge, she's one of the biggest Lord of the Rings fans that I've seen in the industry, and she was saying like she doesn't understand why the uh, um, the the dude who wrote the books, um, uh, Tolkien, uh, why the Tolkien estate would allow this game to be released. Money because, talks, money, money, sure, money. But someone would have to look at this game and go, listen, if we release this video game. People are going to look at other Lord of the Rings video games and remember this. Like, why would we want this game yeah. to be released? Um, another thing I saw. So in pre-release coverage, there's points in the game to where Gollum has a conflict in in his uh, like an inner monologue conflict between Gollum and Smeagol. Yeah. And so and you can choose how to how to uh, approach this. Uh, not really approach, but you can choose a decision on what. Gollum should make based on his uh-huh. Gollum uh, persona or his Smeagol persona. Well, in pre-release coverage, they showed some examples and there's like five or six different choices and there's different outcomes on, on what like what you could do or on different outcomes based on what you chose. But then uh, Mandy Plays was showing like with the first example, like uh, uh, Gollum is trying to, de- he's debating on whether or not he should kill and eat, and eat a beetle. And no matter which, uh, which there's only two different options, but in which in the previous coverage there's five, 
but no matter which option you choose, it's it's the same outcome. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this this is honestly it's a complete trash game. It has a thirty eight on Open Critic right now. Uh, I it I I remember when this game was announced back years ago, and everyone said why. Yeah. Who who is asking for a golem game? And um, the, the 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 thing that sucks is that unfortunately there was a budget behind this game, and they're they're not going to make anywhere near what they spent on this game, and it's a shame. And people are going to end up losing their jobs because of this, which also really sucks. But this is just this was this is something that should never have happened. Yeah. And the only thing good that came out of this was watching the Giant Bomb video on this. I kid you not, Jeff Bacalar has a 100% spot-on Gollum impression. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he fucking sounds like Gollum from the movies. All right, well, I'll, I'll, so have, I'll have to watch it. Funny. When, because when you hear it, you're like, that. he's just playing the clip, right? And like, no, it's fucking him. Like... <laughs> Okay, so it's uh, what what was uh, what was uh, uh, on YouTube? What was the video called? It's it's on Giant Bomb. It's uh, something about uh, uh, the game. So if you, it's like is an it, hour long or whatever. So okay, is it on their website or on their YouTube channel? On their YouTube channel, yeah. Okay, all right, all right I'll yep. have to watch that. <laughs> it's so good. Um, it, but and he's not on it for the whole show. He's like in a meeting okay. or whatever. But he okay. comes he comes back in into the the thing that they're doing just to give them Gollum impressions. Okay. <laughs> so fucking good. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I just, I cannot believe like this turd was released and it's like, I, even if you're blind, you could see, you could, uh, you could just know that this is a bad looking and bad game altogether. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, let's, let's talk about some good looking games uh, <laughs> that we're talking about yesterday during the, Sony's first showcase in oh about twenty months, uh, and you would think that hey, if it's been that long, they're gonna you know announce some really cool shit, right? Right? Uh, they announced. Please, some... please say right. They... Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> All right. So, starting off the show. Um... Okay, so I'm going with the uh, uh, Euro Gamer. Uh, they have a nice write-up here, and I like how, you know, I'm, I'm not a big fan of how, like, IGN, after a showcase like this, they'll be like, everything announced, and they put the big announcements first, and they don't just go chronological. Chronological, yeah. Yeah, so I like the chronological stuff, so uh, Euro Gamer has a good write-up on it. So, kick off, uh, we start off with uh, Haven. Um, which is Jade Raymond Studio. Uh, they finally announced their new game uh, called Fair Games. And it's not surprising because apparently the art director in this game was the art director on Watch Dogs 1 and 2. Okay. So that's why this game has a very big like a uh, Watch Dogs kind of look to it. Uh, but this is a um, competitive modern heist video game. Uh, where you team up to break into exotic locations and steal the cargo. Um, for some reason, they felt that... So this this game is called Fair Games, and the S at the end of Fair Games is a dollar sign. 
and <sighs> stand out. This is the kind of Ubisoft shit that we don't need. And so Sony should be like, no, we're not doing this shit here. Like that's that's kid shit that yeah. Ubisoft did. Like yeah. get this shit out of here. That's like X defiant bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and but yeah, whatever. That's what it looks like. There's not much else to say about the game because it's just a CGI. Uh, it's gonna come out next year though. So so I've I've seen some people comment online uh, that why number one why because Haven was not acquired that long ago. So um, while. I know they might be saying this game is 2024. Like, I would not be surprised if this ends up being a 2025 game because game development takes longer than that. Because wasn't it just like last year, like uh, like early last year at some point that they completed, uh, like Haven Studios formed? Um, looking that up right now. When did Sony purchase Haven? Uh, last year? What, 2022, yeah. Uh, January, of January of twenty twenty two. Yeah, and then Haven had formed like sh- like shortly, like uh, like weeks or months before that. Um. Actually, no. Uh, sorry, this was not in January. This was, um. So this is well. Here's the here's the difference though. So they acquired Haven Studios in august of 2022 but they announced that they're working with them long before that no i know that but what i'm saying is i think haven is a studio pretty much formed in like late 2021 early 2022 so what i'm saying is like i think they're gonna need like quite a lot longer to finish this product than 2024 yeah unless 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 they give us a really like uh like a shallow game but my my point is i i saw some people saying why why is why is uh sony announcing this game now and why is it number one in their showcase and my thing is i think it's obvious and it is uh pretty much it's uh it's haven going hey we're gonna show we're gonna put this out in the world and we want we want job talent we want we want to recruit we want people to know we're working on so we can we can so people come to us for jobs and so i i think that's probably why they did it because they want more people working on this game maybe but also you know, at the end of 2024, that's three years. If it's not a huge game, because this is just a multiplayer game. Yeah. Like if, if they came out and this is a, a this is gonna be a live service game, so they're gonna be updating it as it goes on. So if they come out with like four or five maps, you know, other shit, like they could do something like that in three years. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, I, I I'm with you though. I wouldn't be surprised if this did slip into like spring 2025 or something like that um yep so that was the first game announced uh second game announced was helldivers 2 uh which we have known about for quite a while because this was in the nvidia leak from two years ago i want to say yeah that nvidia leak just continues to be it's just gospel It, it is like uh like pretty much everything on there has come to be come to be true yeah, like that's almost. Uh, um, I wonder a game leak, um, which, which which is so cool because it makes me wonder. Like, you know, do because this was Nvidia. So, are there other like corporations out there who have some kind of list 
of unannounced projects that uh, publishers and developers are working on that are two to five years out. Yeah. Um, it, it's funny. I'm actually I'm just trying to uh, look up. Um, so the, the leak happened in like September or August of 2021. So it's been almost two years. Um, yeah. Uh, and if you look at uh, the list of games for Sony that have said um, uh, that they're coming to PC, they had Uncharted, which has happened, Helldivers 2, Horizon Forbidden West, uh, Gran Turismo 7, uh, Durisane, God of War, Returnal, Demon Souls, Ratchet and Clank, Sackboy, and Ghost of Tsushima. Um, that was on the leak. Some of those have happened. Some have not happened. Yeah. Um, so, and I mean, there's a bunch. Of, I'm I'm not gonna. This list is really long, so I could go through yeah. everything. But um, we should that we should do that. Uh, one week if we're if we're light on news, we should just go through the Nvidia leak and see what has and hasn't happened yet. Yeah. So, Ooh, um, so back to uh, Helldivers too. I am like super like kind of into this game. And I, I think it looks really awesome. I love like the whole like uh, Starship Troopers kind of like aspect to it. To where yeah. you're going, you're going on this planet, you're fighting big ass bugs. Um, and I, I like the whole. It's not PvP, it's PV, it's PVE. Um, so I, I, I think I think this looks really cool. And you know, I wasn't into the first Helldivers because of the gameplay. Like it was like more like a top down. But this was like you know third person, like you're right in the action. Yeah, I like the it announces day and date on PC and PS5. Um, it, there's crossplay in it, and I know I'll, apparently a lot of my friends on Discord were really into uh, Helldivers when it came out, so they're really stoked for this. Um, I will say it is almost PVEPVP because there's you fucking uh, say one more P. I swear to God, <laughs> because there's uh, um like team attack in this so you got to be okay. very careful about where you shoot because you can kill your teammates uh at least okay. you could in the first one i don't know if that's gonna be the same in this one or not um so yep that was hold hours two uh next we got a new trailer for immortals of avium avium however they pronounce it this this game has godfall written all over it to me oh god yes <laughs> boring who gives a shit um i think the combat looks interesting uh like they're calling it's like it's apparently a bunch of former uh, call of duty devs on this game and they're saying this is this is a magic call of duty fps game is how they're calling it like like okay whatever um i it's funny how, how every trailer has to have like a joke in it i thought it was lame when that one chick was talking to the guy like so-and-so thinks that you won't get me killed and like the music stops the jury's still out on that one like oh my god this is so stupid like Like, who thinks this is funny i I don't know i just don't i don't forget it Um, let's let's like uh let's like if uh someone goes up and um oh like let's like uh in gears of war like when carmen got shot in the head that's if like men had sunglasses on he took his sunglasses off and went looks like someone just got a hole in one yeah (sighs) um, yep that game's out in july it's a nice 70 dollar ea game 
I'm sure yep. that'll sell great. Oh, I'm sure. Yep. Uh, next up, we got a sequel to a game that uh, I thought looked pretty cool. I've seen a friend play it before, uh, Ghost Runner Two. Um, and this is very much a run-based game to where uh, it's not run as in it's procedurally generated, but run as in like you have set levels, and it's very much like a Hotline Miami to where. Uh, if you're going through a level, if you get like hit once or twice, you die and like you start back at the beginning. But it's like very fast paced though. Like there's no loading, so you just like get right back in and you just have to like kinda like memorize attack patterns and like um and know like you can't mess up like a jump or you can't mess up like oh I gotta attack here or something. Um and this one looks pretty cool with the the motorcycle in it and whatever. So yeah, very uh, uh very cyberpunky. Yeah, very cyberpunky. Mm-hmm. Big film, uh, big um big uh theme seemed to be cyberpunk for like the first mm-hmm. few games. Yep. Uh after that we had one of my games of the show, uh a huge kind of surprise, uh uh Phantom Blade Zero. Oh, was this that one that kind of looked soulsy, but with a bunch of yeah. adventure to yep. it? Yeah, this like is the one that like, and, and the guy like the parrying everything that's like hit at him and whatever. Um, it definitely looks, it kind of looks soulsy, but it also looks kind of arcadey at, at different points. Uh, but I'm totally in for it. Um, it's being developed by a developer called Cruel Man Studio. Um, and they have done uh, another game in the series, Phantom Blade, like Renegade, Rene- Renegade or something like that. I don't know what it was, but it's on mobile. So there's not much of a, a history of them making good console games, but hey, uh, who knows? This should be the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we had a uh, new game from Giant Squid Studios. This is from the makers of Abzu and uh, Journey. Um, and this one's called Sword of the Sea. This is the Tony Hawk Pro Skater Desert Simulation game thing. Sure. sure. <laughs> um, Video game? Yeah. There I mean, are... it does. It, it, it... Uh, again, I don't know if... This the, the whole beginning of this of just showcase to me screamed like this is just an extended state of play. Like, do we really need to see this game at a at a showcase? I I don't think so. But when you go into a showcase and you're hearing from everyone, like, oh well, Jim Ryan is telling everyone that he wants Sony to, uh take complete mind share of the industry well this isn't how you do it like with this kind of showcase yeah. um like these games while they, while they deserve their time don't get me wrong this is nothing against these games these you can easily create a state of play for these games um but anyway i digress because after that we had a uh, uh, the sequel to the talus principle this is the talus principle 2 it's a it's a puzzle game um first one was well received so uh sure people will like that 
Uh, next up, we had an, we had another one of these games, which I question why this was here, uh, from the developer of Gree. Uh, this is called a uh, Never. Never. <laughs> and I only think about Michael Caine in Batman when uh um when Bruce Wayne looks at him and goes, "You'll never get off me, Alfred." Right? And he just goes, "Never." <laughs> <laughs> That's just all I think about when I see that name. Um, yeah, it's just another artsy farty game. Uh, next up, uh, game to show: Cat Quest Pirates of the Caribbean. Apparently, <laughs> this is like the third fucking game of the series. <laughs> oh, is it really? Uh, that's what Jeff Grubb was saying. He was saying oh like, wow, okay. He was saying like, yeah, this is like one of the like two or three games. He thinks oh, he interesting. Like, oh, yeah. Um, I uh, showed my friend Shane this last night, and he was like, "Fuck yeah, this game looks fucking Good awesome." Uh, coming out in twenty twenty four. Sure. I again like if this game isn't coming out this year, does it need to be in the showcase? And I, I don't know. Um. Next up, we had a. Uh, what if? A AAA publisher okay. wanted to make a Splatoon game, but make it bad. Well, uh, my guess is they would call it something called Foam Party. <laughs> Foam Stars. Oh, that's... Yeah, because that name is better. Yep. Jesus Christ, uh, that's even worse. Yep, uh, Foam <laughs> Stars, because reasons um this game looks awful and what's funny is like when it when the cgi trailer was going you're like yeah okay like the characters look kind of like like an ai made them (laughs) they just look kind of off but the the world looks pretty cool and then it gets the gameplay and it goes it looks like a ps3 game like it it looks so bad yeah so I, i don't really understand um Square Enix, I mean, they make weird games sometimes, so that's a weird game. Okay, but like at some point, you you just maybe this game didn't need to be made. Yeah, maybe there wasn't yeah. a maybe maybe, maybe a yeah. game called Foam Stars is a game you shouldn't be yeah. making. How about that? Yeah, you ever think of that fucking Ubisoft or yep. Square Enix? Sorry. Uh, next we had uh, the Plucky Squire. Uh, this looks cool. A, I like this. Yeah, there's a bunch of people looking forward to this. Uh-huh. It, I mean, yeah, it looked cool. Um, I'd play it. Uh, next, we had the console announcement for Teardown, uh, awesome. which is a uh, Andrew. Give me, give me the Teardown. No. Okay, so it's a heist game. I don't know if you got that from the trailer, uh, but basically, <laughs> you go in and steal something, and you have to get out any way possible. So you can like, you just tear down the map trying to get away, um, and. Uh, a lot of people love this game, apparently on PC, so it's cool that it's coming to... Uh, I like at the end when they give a uh, a 100% um, two-scale representation of a PS5. Um, I thought that was funny. Yeah, it just crashes through the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then next up, we had one of the uh, best-kept secrets in video games, uh, Metal Gear Solid 3 Remake. Um. And this one definitely started off with like, what is this? Like, uh, and then toward the end of it, you're like, could this be Snake Eater? Um, and it is. Apparently, it's being called uh, Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater. Okay. 
So it's not even being called Metal Gear Solid 3. Um, uh, Konami won't say who's developing this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I don't understand. I don't understand. That's very... Konami um, is very... <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, they said that the original voice actors are... will be in the game, but they won't oh, confirm yeah. if it's new voice lines, lines, like, or if they're just reusing the old voice lines. Um... So there's a lot of like kind of like what's fucking going on here, you know? I'm pretty sure it's Virtuos developing this because that's what that was the rumor that who was developing it. I don't know why they just wouldn't fucking say so, Virtuos doing it. So apparently Konami 13 hours ago uh in from where this is from Push Square and the article is from 13 hours ago. But it says Konami has stated that Virtuos is a support developer. However, they're not the only developer. Okay. okay, I don't get why this is so secretive. Um, un- unless, unless somehow they actually have Kojima helping on this, and they don't want to announce it yet. I, I don't know. Um, however, says, I don't, I don't think he has anything to do with it though. Yeah, it says here. It says uh, following a bit of, of confusion surrounding the developer of MGS Delta Snake Eater. Since the remake's reveal yesterday, Konami has now clarified that Virtual Studio is indeed supporting development. Um, but they did not say that they're leading development. So that could just be their way of saying that they're developing it, though. It it could be. Yeah, uh, who knows? I don't know. Um, after that, we had a, a game called Towers of uh, Agaspa? Agaspa? Uh, I. Towers of, yeah. And this game was like a Breath of the Wild, like kind of looking game. Like, uh, is this the right one, or am I thinking of something else? Go down a little bit more. Uh, I think you have the right game. Uh, yeah, because there's there's two games with tower in the name of it. Um. Yeah, so this is the first one. So yeah, so this one is like the Breath of the Wild looking like thing where you're flying through the sky and like your uh, character has a hang glider just like in Breath of the Wild and he's laying on these creatures and he's picking up items just like in Breath of the Wild. So this looks like someone is trying to make a realistic looking Breath of the Wild. Um, sure, I guess. I mean, I would argue that the reason Breath of the Wild sold so well is because it had fucking Zelda on the box. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I don't think if someone else tries to do this, that'll. I mean, look at Immortal Phoenix Rising. That good game. Like, good game. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Good game, but didn't set the world on fire. No. Because it didn't have Zelda on the box. Um, so uh, next we had the final trailer for uh, Final Fantasy 16. And I'm I'm just ready for this game. I mean, I I, I don't need to see anymore. Um, I love how the combat looks like super modern, um, but it still has that like Final Fantasy flair to it, which that's what I'm excited about. Uh, and next we got probably what I think is my game of the show. Actually, is Alan Wake Two. Yeah, this looked awesome. Yeah. Um, Confirmed two playable characters. 
fun. <laughs> and uh, you can... I'm getting my games mixed up here. Um, I don't think you can play uh, either, like each character like uh, anytime you want. Um, I think I think it's yeah. I think it's going to be like different moments in the game. You're going to use certain characters. Yeah, I think I'm thinking of a different game that I'm going to talk about here in a minute. Um, but yeah, so Alan Wake 2 are releasing on October 17th. Uh, afterwards, Remedy confirmed this is a digital-only game. Huh. Uh, yeah. And um, which was weird. Uh, they said it's to keep the get the price low. Uh, they can release it for 60 on console and 50 on PC. I don't get the reason for releasing it 60 on console. I just don't fucking get it. Like, just make it 50 everywhere or 60 everywhere. I just, I don't know. Um, and uh, on PC, Epic is publishing this. Um, well, I guess they're probably publishing it everywhere. Uh, so on PC, this is an Epic Games exclusive and it will never come out on Steam, which some people are very upset about that. Um, so they also said that they didn't want to make a box to sell just to have a download code in it. And so that makes me think one of two things. Either they mean that they just they, they just didn't want to, you know, press their game onto a disc, or that their game is going to be over 100 gigabytes and will not fit on a single disc. Well, they said they didn't want to have a day one patch. That's what they said. Yeah. And um, I, I just I completely disagree with with their with their sentiments. And I, I am worried that this is going to start a precedent for AAA games in in, uh, in gaming, and I I think that this is only this this is just it's just bad for the consumer. It takes away choice. Yep. Choice is always good for the consumer, and when you take away choice, yep. it's 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 just bad. And I am right. I'm hoping that there'll be more backlash to this, but I don't know if there will be. Um, I don't. I it makes me wonder how much it'll affect their sales. Um, because I'm sure there's a bunch of people who still only buy physical games, and then and then for people who don't live in an area with super stable internet connections, or they don't live in the area with really fast internet connections, and they go, "Whoa, well, you know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to buy this game and have to download it for 20 hours." Yeah, uh, I think that they clearly see that this is going to be a niche game. Like, not only is it Alan Wake, which Alan Wake. Isn't doesn't have a has a big following, but not a huge following. This is also a survival horror game, which also is a a niche genre. Um, yeah. So maybe they're like, you know, it just doesn't make sense for us to release on disc because we're not going to get that many sales in the first place. So we'll we're still gonna get probably just as many sales digitally. Um, but I don't I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, and um, then I mean, it just it. It it also means that you know they could they could never put their game on sale and people would just have to be forced to either pay sixty for it or or just not buy it. Now obviously they probably will put it on sale eventually. But I was say, what do you mean they can never put their game on sale? No, what I mean is like you know, for example, uh, Nintendo. You know they they just released Zelda and it's a seventy dollar game. If 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 Nintendo were to have only released Zelda digitally, 
because Nintendo almost never has, has sales. And so sure. Nintendo could be like, well, this game is $70 and this, uh, the price is never going to go down. So either now or 10 years from now, you're paying $70 for this game. So fuck off. And that's pretty yeah. much what that's pretty much what Remedy can can do. They could say either now or ten years from now, if you're going to buy this game, you're paying sixty dollars. Sure, I don't think they're going to do that, but the, I I see what you're saying though. Um, but every other publishers aren't Nintendo. I but. know, and then it's it's also the uh, the game preservation because you're telling me that you know if I buy if I buy if I buy this game in twenty years from now. When uh, if something happens and Remedy goes, oh, this game has to come off the, the the storefront. Well, there's no physical copy, so does everyone just lose access to the game? I don't know. Like they they clearly crunch the numbers, and they said the majority of people are going digital only. Yeah. And just like I've always said, if you think the majority of the people will buy something. And you will have a minority amount of people say, I don't want to buy it because of this. Then I have always said, ignore that minority of people. Yeah. It's not worth it to cater to the minority. Now, this is only in a sales thing. I'm not talking about in real life. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but uh, so they, they clearly crunch the numbers and it's worth it to them to only release digitally. Um, but as I said, there's another game I'm going to be talking about pretty soon that uh is kind of making light of this um situation so um so next up uh we had the assassin's creed mirage uh reveal um it's an assassin's creed game sure is yeah i think you know what you're getting they're going a lot back to the basics yeah yeah definitely um Yeah. yeah um i I don't know, like, I, I'm i not interested in day one, but eventually, you know, depending on if it's, mm-hmm. you know, if it gets good reviews, I might be interested in going in, uh, in you know, yeah, trying it sure. out. Yeah. Um, real quick, one thing I forgot to say about Alan Wake is that it is crazy that in a single year that we got Dead Space Remake, Resident Evil 4 Remake, we're getting um, uh, Alan Wake 2, we are getting the... Um, uh, Alone in the Dark remake, and we might even get Silent Hill two. Although I think it's probably gonna be twenty twenty four. I think it's gonna be next year. But it's just crazy how many great, well, great in quotes because we don't know if Alone in the Dark is gonna be great. Um, but it's crazy how many great survival horror games we're getting. Mm-hmm. We you know we got mm-hmm. this year. Yes, you are severely getting ahead of yourself here and you are uh uh messing my mojo up here so please oh, be quiet I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry i'm sorry um uh next up after is there anything else to say about assassin's creed like if you could tell me this is a remake of one and i would believe you i thought it was idea. for a while um not gonna lie yeah. i never said that it was please, yeah i yeah, just i honestly i'd i'm kind of just kind of done with Assassin's Creed. Like I've, yeah, I've been there. I've done that, and you know, I was one of the people to where I really thought the the current time period, like story stuff with Desmond Miles, was like the most interesting part of the original games. 
like mm-hmm. I I really I really liked it, and I always thought that they were going they were pointing towards like oh there's gonna be a modern day Assassin's Creed where you're playing at Desmond Miles. Obviously that never happened, but I just these all these newer Assassin's Creed games it's just they're they're just too big and they're too time consuming for yeah. me, and yep. it's you know Zelda. Also, Zelda is arguably too big and, and too time-consuming, but it's a great Zelda game, and that's why I'm playing it. Mm-hmm. But I just, I just, I can't, I can't put in, I can't play these Assassin's Creed games that are over like 100 hours. And I know well, this new one, I know yeah. this new one is supposed to be much smaller, and I get that. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm, I feel like I'm ready to like kind of turn my back and walk away from Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I, I, I can feel that. Um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna skip a little bit here because there's some of these games that clearly we don't really have anything to talk about. Um, uh, let's see, we had a a new Street Fighter Six story trailer. Um, again, I I I think it was kind of weird how I get for marketing reasons why they had to have a Final Fantasy 16 in a Street Fighter Six trailer here, but in terms of a showcase. These are known quantities. These are games yeah. that are coming out in less than a month. Do we really need these games in this showcase? We yeah. we know about them. We get it. Um, and then I mean it's I I am I am loving so, like a lot of character models in this game. Um, really, everyone other than Guile, I think Guile's haircut is stupid as fuck. Um, but everything other than that, I I really like I really like all the character models. Yeah. Uh, we got a trailer for the first trailer for Dragon's Dogma 2. Um, yeah. yeah, I know a lot of people are excited about this. Uh, I wasn't too big on the first one, um, but this one could be good. This one gave me, like, for some reason, like Witcher vibes, just the way like the characters look and stuff. I always remember Dragon's Dogma. I know it's a jet, it's made by was it Square Enix or Capcom? Capcom. So I always remember it being like, yeah, it's a Japanese-made game, but it seems like one of those Eurojank games. And I'm like, is is that how you remember, Ander? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, so I just, while this game looks cool, I just don't know how like good it's going to be and how well it's going to play. Yeah. Um. So then we get into the VR uh, list of games, which I'm just going to list these out. We don't really have to talk about them. Uh, we had Five Nights at Freddy's Help One and Two, uh, which they did not have the VR tag on, but after the showcase, it was confirmed to be a PSVR two game. So I don't know if that was a mistake that they have to is have it, with. So is it is it playable in non VR as well as or only no, a VR game? It's only okay. a VR game. Yeah, that seems like a fuck up on their part. Yep. Uh, then we had uh, Resident Evil Four VR mode, uh, no date. Uh, Arizona Sunshine 2, um, due out in 2023. Uh, Crossfire Sierra Squad, uh, which looks like a game that if I go to an amusement park is in the corner of an arcade that I put a headset on. Um, that one did not have uh, uh, coming summer 2023. Uh, then we had uh, Synapse um, coming July 4th. And then uh, Beat Saber is getting a native PSVR 2 uh, port, which is free if you have Beat Saber on PSVR. Um, so before I move on to the other games, guys, 
did this entice you to want to be at PSVR two? No, <laughs> no, and it makes me wonder. Like, is is Sony even interested in like getting a quote unquote killer app for this for this device? Yeah, and that doesn't mean that they're not working on one. I but... know. And like you know what 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 it did it though, it's just they threw a big fat bag in front of Gabe Newell. And said, "Put fucking Half Life Alex on this." Yeah, that that definitely would have done it. Um, but you know, I was listening to the kind of funny um, when they were were reviewing this after the show. Tim was saying that he thought these games were looked great and really showed off what the PSVR could do, PSVR two. And Greg completely disagreed with him and said that he didn't none of this if he didn't already have one from Sony, none of this would like entice him to get a PSVR two. And Tim said, well, Greg, I got to ask you then, like what could, what in your opinion do you think they could have possibly done that would be what you're talking about? And Greg was like, I don't know. Like there, the VR has to take a step forward. And he said, he doesn't know what that means because he said that Valve has, Valve has stopped making VR games. He yeah. said maybe Half Life Alex didn't give them the returns that they thought it would or something, but they're they're not continuing to move the medium forward. And there's just something about some of these VR games that just seem like they're just like shooting galleries. And Greg said they need to move on from that, and but they're not, and it's not going to move the medium forward until they do that. Um, so yeah. I don't know. Uh, next up, we had uh, Bungie's new game, uh, which is Marathon, a uh, revival of Marathon uh, reboot, and it's a uh, sci-fi PvP extraction game, where basically you will go in and extract something, and another team has to try and stop your team from extracting with it. So, um, um, I think it's I think it's really cool that they brought Marathon back, but it's afterwards I realized that they're only bringing Marathon back in name only. Yeah. This is not, uh, it's you know, it's not what I uh, what I would have wanted. I have zero interest in this now, um, and they're they're pretty much doing, you know, at least at least when uh, Bethesda made the the newest Prey, at least that was still a first person shooter. You know, with this, it may be in first person, but it's not like. You know the the marathon games they were they were first person shooters and they had story and stuff, um, but this it's it's not the same. And well, you're going on different plans and stuff. That mar that was a marathon. No, I get that, but I I was really hoping for like you know a a single player first person narrative shooter. Um, uh, well, from from them. Yeah, but I I think that's just not who Bungie is a live service studio now. Yeah, I know, and it just makes me realize that it's yeah. you know I. I'm probably never going to ever want to play a game from Bungie again. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't, I, you know, when Destiny 3 comes out, I don't care how well it plays, I'm not going to play it just because it's not yeah. the kind of game I want, I want to play. And it, it it sucks, but I I am glad that a lot of people are super into it, though, and like the art style, and they're into um, trying it out, so. And it's fair to say that we didn't actually get a glimpse of what the game actually looks like. This is just a uh, like a CGI, sure, yeah. like a mocap kind of trailer going on. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of Destiny, Alex, mm-hmm. uh, we got a tease of the next Destiny uh, expansion or Destiny DLC, and 
if you go by Destiny expansions, this one's the good one because they just said a sure. bad one. So right, supposedly be good. Yeah. And, I also think it's almost to the end of Destiny 2, buddy. I think this is another yeah. fucking end man. This one, uh, Kate is back. Apparently. Yeah, and everyone thought he died. Um, everyone, uh, Bungie found Nathan Fillion's number. They had lost it. Um, so they called him back and was like, hey, uh, do you want to do this again? And, and he's like, man, I've been sitting here waiting for you guys to call me. Yeah. Um, so he's back. Uh, I... I don't. There's just something about Nathan Fillion's voice that whenever I hear him in a game or anything, I'm like, all is right in the world. Like, yeah. I wish he was in more cool stuff because I yeah. love Nathan Fillion. Um, yeah. um, uh, do you guys do you guys think that in a room somewhere in 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 Bungie headquarters that they have a that they have a drawing board with the with the uh, name Destiny Three on it? No. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, because I don't think so. Because Destiny, if you ask Bungie, Bungie regrets making. They they never wanted to make a Destiny two. Activision forced them to do it because they, if it would have been up to Bungie, they would have just kept Destiny and just made it a platform and just kept adding to it. They so they have said that they never want to do a Destiny three. They just want to continually add to Destiny two. So. Now, I understand that they're going to have to eventually decide to do something because they can't just keep adding to, like, the PS4 framework and stuff because it's going to – they, they got to advance it. So if that means making a, a next-gen port of the game and saying all the new shit is only added to PC, PS5, and series uh, consoles, that might be what they have to do. I mean, in my opinion, when your game is so bloated and you're cutting content and put inputting it away, then you need to move on and make a new fucking game. Yeah, but they stopped doing that though. I know, but have they put that content back into the game? Yeah, they no, started. They have. Not all of it. Well, they can't just put all of it back in the game at one time. Well, I mean, I not not to go off like a tangent. No, well, not really a tangent, but just like a. There's a couple some YouTube videos I watched recently where this guy went back and he played a bunch of Destiny One on on Xbox 360 because their servers are still up and there's still actually thousands of people who actually play it. And uh, he was like saying that he had like a, like a really great time. And I'm like, man, that's that's really cool that they still have their servers up for Destiny One. Yeah, that's cool. Um, so next up we got. Just a completely pointless trailer. This was a why did you even announce this thing? This is uh, Firewalk Studios announcing their PvP multiplayer first person shooter, Concord. Uh, or Concord. And just a complete fucking waste of time. This, this trailer told us nothing about the game. Yeah. Uh, they're basically just like, hey guys, we're making a game. Come And they put out a tweet being like, Hey, we finally announced the game. We look forward to telling you more closer to release in 2024. Then why not just fucking announce it next year? I, I just I, I just don't get it. Like, I, think, I think again, this might be like a to advertise what they're making to try to uh, get uh, interest in people applying for jobs. I don't know. Um, and you know what's interesting is uh, Tom Henderson, who is a uh, insider gaming, um, a guy who's in the know. He know he knows shit. And after this showcase, he said 
it was weird that Sony didn't. Sony has a bunch of games that are practically done that they have not announced yet. And he said he doesn't understand why did that why did they not announce them at the show. He said he doesn't know what they're waiting for. That they're they're ready, and he 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 doesn't know what's going on there. So, and maybe this is still a side effects of the whole uh, Microsoft and Activision uh, uh, stuff is not is not enough yeah. like done you know done enough yet that sony is still yeah. they're being a little uh, a little chicken on on announcing more yeah. projects um I, I i will say now next week we're because we're so good at making predictions um <laughs> we're gonna do predictions for summer games fest and microsoft thing because they're like kind of right next to each other yeah uh, so but i'll say right now Factions is going to be at Summer Games Fest because they're there last year, and I, and I think that that's what they're waiting for. Is Jeff Keeley has in an in with uh, Druckmann, and because Druckmann said we'll we'll have more to say next year, and I think that they're going to be at Summer Games Fest, and that's where the last of the things okay. that we talked about. So okay, um, and then so. After uh, Concord, uh, we had a um, big uh, crying Jim Ryan came back on, uh, and he was like, "Hey guys, we're so good at making peripherals. Uh, <laughs> we're we're the best at it. So we're going to show you what we got in store. We got Project Q, which stands for uh, Project Questionable. Um, Ooh, got him, got <laughs> him, he got him on that one, and." This is a uh, someone cut a dual sense in half and ultra handed it to a yeah, just ultra handed it to a tablet. I'm absolutely (laughs) like interested if it's cheap, but if it's expensive, you can eat my ass. Which, by the way, I want I want to talk to you about that. This thing is not so. When you say cheap, what do you think? A hundred dollars or less. If it's it's more than a hundred bucks, it's not going to happen. So let me ship for a hundred dollars. Let let me. Let me say why this is not that's not going to happen. Because it's Sony so, and they're fucking pricey. These the the so Sony officially licensed uh their the way their controller looks to you know what the backbone is right? Yeah, yeah. So you can yeah so you can get a Sony officially Branded. licensed backbone. Mm-hmm. That thing is a hundred dollars. Right. Now, Sony sells their. Uh, premium DualSense controller, which is the DualSense Edge, right? Is that what it's called, right? Yeah. For $200, that's what they sell that thing for. This thing has a tablet in the middle of a DualSense. There's no way this thing is going to be... I'm expecting this thing to be $249. Fuck off. I'm I'm guessing... You're probably right, but fuck yeah. off. I, I, think, I think lowest range possible is $149.99. But I, I think I think it's gonna be one ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah, I, I just don't see it because I just think with the edge being two hundred, you're getting an actual Sony tablet in the middle of this thing. It's not even a good tablet. Like, you know, as, as questionable as, as some of Tim's takes from kind of funny is I agree with Tim when he was saying like when you have a handheld nowadays, if it's not an OLED screen, get the fuck out of here. Yep. You know, like okay. we don't want that shit. This is just a shitty yeah. LCD screen. Um, yeah. So I I don't know. I, I, um, this is just dumb. Yeah. 
Andrew, you're gonna have, you're gonna have to take us home soon because I think we're about out of time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and then we got the we got the earbuds, uh, and then um, finished off with just a a long, probably about a ten minute long, uh, trailer for Spider Man Two, uh, which looked pretty good in my opinion. Yeah, looks really cool. Uh, didn't need didn't need to see that much because I do think this spoiled like a lot of the game. Um, but actually, they actually give me more questions than answers. Like what? Like okay, so where's Venom? Why does Peter already have the symbiote? Like, well, what are we I doing? think that I think we just saw a part that happens like maybe midway through the game. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I think we'll still see like what happens how Peter gets to me and stuff. So uh, before we got on, um, so Josh, early you mentioned Alone in the Dark. Uh, God, THQ Nordic actually had a Alone in the Dark uh, what I'm trying to remember what they called it like spotlight, spotlight Alone in the Dark Spotlight bef- right before we did this podcast and it was about 10 minutes long and they detailed a lot of new stuff about the game including that David Harbour is the main character oh yeah so you play That's interesting his- you play as David Harbour along with there's another so there's two playable characters in the game. There's David Harbour and then there is uh what's this other chick's name? Um Jody Comer. Okay. Um I she's been in stuff. Um she was in Free Guy and Killing Eve. Um but uh, she plays as a uh, so um, as Emily Hartwood, and then uh, David Harbour plays as Edward Carnby, uh, and they explore the mysterious mansion of uh, Derserto, Derserto, um, and so you can choose to play as either character, um, and they said that each one you play as has different perspectives on the story, so it makes sense to like play through the story twice as each different character. Um, and they actually just released a prologue that you can download right now, a free pro- prologue, and you huh. play as a, a child um, who is walking through the mansion. Um, so huh. there's no there's no combat, um, but it kind of gives you a sense of like what the game looks like and how huh. it feels. Yeah, um, have to download so. that. I mean, it would be cool if they got uh, David Harbour and uh, Winona Ryder. <laughs> As a in, in, yeah. in the game that that would have been, uh, and then cool. they gave a release date of October twenty fifth. So nice. Uh, did did you watch this event, Andrew? Yeah, I did. Does the game um, look good? Yeah, I'd, I'd, it doesn't look super polished like a Alan Wake two would look. Um, okay. But it, I still think it looks good. So it's okay. gonna be. So what's funny is this game is sixty dollars. And so they're like, this game is sixty dollars and physical. <laughs> <laughs> so it, they're kind of making a joke about this Alan Wake thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, those will be two uh, horror games competing in in October. So, um, but yeah, that's you know it's something I'm excited about. So Josh, earlier I, I messaged you guys that uh, that you had lost Home uh, Homeworld three. Um, mm-hmm. so you don't have to pick a game right now. So don't, don't feel pressured. I know you mentioned about, um, uh, Helldivers 2. Helldivers 2, but 
if I was you, I would wait. I would wait till after Summer Games Fest and whatever, and yeah. see if anything else gets a release date, and then you okay. know, pick yeah, something else. So yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that sounds good. Yep. Um, and then uh, Insomniac said Spider-Man Two release date and pre-order details are coming soon. So this is something else that I would actually expect this to also be at Summer Games Fest, like. And Samax just there to be like, hey yo, um, here's another like actual just trailer. Uh, and here's your release date. It's at it's at the Microsoft event. It feels like for some reason I have the Spider-Man release date for you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um so uh yeah. I, I guess the only other thing I thought it was funny that after the Sony showcase, Microsoft put out their tweet. Saying like, "Hey, uh, here's all the games that are coming to Xbox from the Sony showcase," and it was like twelve games, like a lot of the good ones. So, I you it know, it it was cheeky, but it was also a really good like public public service announcement because it really was ambiguous during that event on which of these games are exclusive, which of these games are timed exclusives, and which of these games are just multi platform, like. You know, at, at least with um, at least with, at least with Microsoft, they normally will say if it's like a launch exclusive or if it's an actual exclusive. Sure, I get what you're saying, but I, I saw a bunch of people being like, "I don't get why Sony just doesn't put an Xbox logo at the bottom of their." It's like, well, why should they? <laughs> like, I wouldn't yeah. expect. Yeah. So I, I. I think it was cheeky and it was a good public service announcement um, because it does help to know. Like, someone's watching. I'm... Someone's watching Bob's Burgers. Absolutely. Yeah, because I, I think that there is there is definitely some people that probably assumed that Metal Gear Solid was only on PlayStation. Um, for sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and I also like. I don't. I honestly, I don't think it was cheeky <laughs> for Microsoft at all. I think it was more like Microsoft put it out because they're like, okay. <laughs> Now that Sony had their thing, now we're now we're legally allowed to say that these games are coming to Xbox. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but sure, but but when the <laughs> Xbox Twitter account tweets it and goes, just gonna put this here and then well, put yeah, this picture there, yeah. then yeah, that that's why I'm saying it was kind of cheeky. Like yeah, yeah. So. All right. Well, we should probably wrap this up. Yep. Before we wrap this up, guys, why don't we do one last thing? Let's give it a, a letter grade from A to F. Um, Josh, what do you give it? Uh, I I give it a C, honestly. Okay. Okay. Andrew? Uh, I'll, I'll give it a C plus. Okay. I'm going to go with a C minus, so about a C average. Um, it had stuff, but it also had a lot of stuff I thought it could have had more of. <clears throat> I was, wasn't too wild, but I was like, you know, pleasantly surprised. Um, yep, and then uh, um, Alex, you won the predictions. I mean, there wasn't you got yes. one and a half points. Josh got a point. I got nothing. So, damn, sucks to suck, doesn't it? Andrew? Yep, pretty much. You might win this fucking draft, but I won mm-hmm. the prediction. Yep. So who's the real one? Wow. All right. Well, yeah, I can't. I'm I'm excited for next week to do our Microsoft and uh, Summer Games Fest predictions. I yep. Cool. All right, boys. Anything else? That's it. All right. I will talk to you later then. Yep. Later. Peace. Peace.